As a language learner, you know how individual words are pronounced. But if a native speaker takes all those individual words and strings them into a sentence, it sounds like a continuous stream of noise. So what you need is to be able to take that stream of sound and then pass it so you hear where does the word begin, where does the word end. Welcome to Taiwan Talk. I'm Aspen Beilharz. Today, I'm talking with Peter Sutton. In 2016, Peter moved away from a successful career in finance and created a unique language learning app called Woodpecker Learning. Peter's been based in Taipei for more than 20 years, and since 2009, he's been part of ANSCHAM, the Australia-New Zealand Chamber of Commerce in Taiwan. So ANSCHAM um, represents Australia and New Zealand businesses who have operations in Taiwan. We have, I think, established uh, quite a reputation for the events that we organise. Uh, I'm on the social committee. I'm responsible for our social events, so that includes our annual bike ride. And it includes the uh, Melbourne Cup event and uh, includes our annual boat cruise and uh, various other social events. And then we also have people who run business committees. So we have business events like our annual business awards. It's a small chamber, but um, lots of business support, lots of support from the rest of the international community and, and Taiwanese in Taiwan. So I think we, um, we add a lot in Taiwan for an Australian New Zealand Chamber of Commerce. Of course, you can't have business without communication especially in an international environment. So it's no wonder that opportunities to network and create connections underpin so much of what the Chamber does. It's about networking. It's about meeting other people who are in the same industry or um, same country. And, uh, that you know, that's, that's a key feature of any Chamber, that what it provides for members is networking opportunities. Peter took a pretty circuitous route to get to Taiwan. How did you get into your first career in finance? Well, I was in New Zealand. Um, I studied um, economics and accounting at university and uh, I was very interested in uh, finance. And um, I started out with um, a stockbroker in New Zealand as a financial analyst. Uh, they got taken over by Barclays Bank uh, and became, became part of an international stockbroking firm. And um, from there, I uh, got transferred to Jakarta um, I left Barclays and joined what was the branch of Credit Lyonnais. Um, and then they moved me around the region. I went to, um, Hong Kong, Singapore, and back to Jakarta and then Taiwan. For you coming into all those different environments as part of your career, what was that like? Did you experience culture shock or anything like that? Well, every time you move country, uh, you start again. Every environment's culturally very different. I mean, some of them are very casual, uh, some of them are very formal. You know, you think, well, I'm in one business. But actually, no, every time you go to a new country, that's a, that's a different business. It helps that a lot of your customers are the same, but what you're providing them with is very different because you're talking to different people, different companies, different industries. You just... You just get used to it. Um, yeah, and it's a competitive environment. So every year there are surveys and you see what's your ranking relative to everyone else. And you think about what they're doing and what you need to do to be competitive. You do it. So every three or four years, I would have to begin from the beginning. Um, and I got used to that, uh, beginning from the beginning. And um, I think I'm quite good at it. <laughs> so I've done it, done it a lot. And um, I haven't had to begin from the beginning for about five years, so that's good. He says that now. But putting down roots brought its own challenges. 
it was the first time Peter really tried to learn another language. I was never really a, a second language learner up until I got to Taiwan, where you have to be able to speak Mandarin. And I started out um, in Chinese with reading, actually, uh, because everyone in the office could speak perfect English. Um, but all the documents came in in Chinese. And of course, you, it was a hell of a waste of time to get someone to translate stuff for you. And it's easy enough to learn the meanings of the characters. So I could read the profit and loss, the balance sheet, the cash flow in Chinese. And my reading got pretty good. But of course, I didn't know how to pronounce characters. I would read them in English, if you like. Obviously, this is a pretty unusual way to learn Chinese. It's almost the opposite of what happens in an average class. And um, and then I'd say, well, I've really got to be able to improve my listening skills. Um, and I got to a certain point with my textbooks where everyone said, okay, now what you've got to do is watch TV. And I was terrible at that. It was all too fast. There were too many characters flashing up on the screen that I didn't know. So what I really wanted was a system where, hey, I could just stop the TV, repeat individual sentences continuously until I really understood what they said, to tap on individual characters so I could see the meaning in English and then the correct pronunciation. Lots of language learners run into problems like this, but not that many just go and build what they need. On finance and in research, I'd spent a lot of time um, on the technology side of it, um, looking at technology companies, but primarily also working with our own IT systems and research. I thought I was pretty familiar and pretty good with that. And so I kind of built it for me. And then I thought, well, you know, if it's if it's very useful for me, other people want it too. And so so it's proven. People send us in their comments and we, you know, adjust the app where we can to improve it. Um, and to try and help them with what they've requested. We've extended the product from just YouTube into Netflix, and we hope to move to Disney Plus and so on, other services soon. So when you add content, like adding YouTube, Netflix, Disney Plus, is that like really hard translation and subtitling work? Or no, how do you- we don't do any translation or subtitling work. Um, the subtitles are all provided by the content provider. And um, the translations, um, we... we create our own dictionaries. So there are open source, Wiktionary, for instance, Wikipedia. So our dictionaries are built from that. When you download the app, you choose which dictionaries you want to download. And then um, there are many phrases. So it's not just individual words, but also lots of phrases and idioms and all that kind of thing also in there. So we mm-hmm. integrate someone else's video service uh, with a different layout. So the subtitles are shown below. Uh, if you want to repeat a sentence, there's a button for that. If you want to move on to different subtitles, you can just tap on that subtitle to begin from that point. Um, and then you tap on a word to get the definition in your language. So that's what our app does. We, we enable you to repeat those sentences, identify where the sound begins and the sound ends to build your listening skills. It's also very useful for people who want to improve their accent. You know, if you've moved into a country and you want to get rid of your your, or improve at least your accent, sound more like a native speaker, then our app is also good for that. In a way, it's only because of that unusual learning process. I didn't know how to pronounce characters. I would read them in English, if you like. That Peter found an innovative idea for language learning software. You know, the pedagogy for our Woodpecker Learning app, it's all about what's called micro-listening. So as a language learner, you know how individual words are pronounced. But if a native speaker takes all those individual words and strings them into a sentence, it sounds like a continuous stream of noise. So what you need to do, the skill you need to develop, is to be able to take that stream of sound and then 
pass it. So you hear, where does the word begin? Where does the word end? And then you recognize fast enough to recognize, you know, the characters you don't know, you can save them into flashcards or something. Most um, language learning software is focused on beginners. That's where the big market is. But our software is focused on intermediate learners and advanced learners. People who want to get out of their textbooks into native speaker content. People who want to watch TV. And there's not that much out there for that group of people. So what we do is that we enable people who are learning English, French, Spanish, German, Chinese um, to do this uh, and to train their listening skills in this way. And that does it for this week's episode of Taiwan Talk. I'm Aspen Beilharz, and I've been talking to Peter Sutton from Woodpecker Learning. Until next week, thanks for listening.